Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Pre-Game Effect Podcast. Once again, my name is Ian. I am joined, as usual, by Luke and Dom. How's it going today, guys? What's up? What's up? Doing good. How you doing? Doing all right. Everything seems to be pulling together. Uh, magic has been actually enjoyable. It's been nice. Work <laughs> hasn't killed me. There you go. So, can't complain. Some positivity. Yeah. So what have you been up to lately, Luke? Uh, mainly just playing Modern Store and uh, playing, you know, standard and historic on Arena. Um, the formats are still pretty much the same place. I wonder. I'm not sure if they're going to change much with uh, Crimson Vow. There'll probably be some changes, but not a ton. Mm-hmm. Uh, st- uh, Modern has been a lot of fun. Went three one with Merc tied monkey uh just guy last night right. last week me and you you know me and dom split did that mm-hmm. 3-0 split with uh just guy phoenix mm-hmm. yeah, you two it, have been definitely tearing it up it seems like uh you've been kind of jumping around pretty much this some of the cards stay the same yeah exactly. but jumping like a little bit of the uh the extra cards but i it, mean it seems like you've been doing Solid it feels good yeah it feels good when like your favorite color pair and favorite strategy is also happens to be one of the best right now yeah, yeah. Like, it just changes position. whether the lightning bolt is a rule for the creature or removal for the opponent mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. what i'm looking what i the next one i want to try is that just guy one drops mm-hmm. that, that one's gonna be removal for the opponent yeah when you play like esper sentinel uh all the one drops and you can get Luris back in because you're not mm-hmm. playing the work tide but uh, how about you, Dom? What have you been up to? Um, just kind of playing. I feel like a bunch of different decks, honestly. Now that I think about it, we had the event out in Midland, PA. There was a store out there that was doing like a grand opening of a new location. So that was where the team event was. And the day before was Legacy. So our buddy Joe and I went out for the Legacy, and then Ian and I and Joe played the team event. And um, but before that, I we split, like you mentioned. Um, I was getting ready. It was going to be the last time I was going to be able to play before going <laughs> going to this event. And I was like, "Yeah, I'm going to play Hammer Time. Let's do it. Let's get some reps in." And not the thirty normal people show up, and they think it was fourteen or sixteen, something like that. Yeah. And I was like, "Man." it's time like let's just do it and i had my jund combo goblins in modern and we got there (laughs) dom came over to me after the first round he told me i was on the play my game lasted three turns and then my opponent died yeah um Round one was against the white red hammer, which we had talked about a little bit before. I can't remember if it was recording or not recording. And turn three, I comboed, like infinite combo, killed my opponent. Game two, um, like, and at, after, at that point, I had looked at my hand and I'm like, yeah, this, this combos on turn three yeah well i mean let's let's do the damn thing you know so we we get to that point okay 
I was also able to activate my Aether Vial and kill their Esper Sentinel with my Munitions Expert just for the real rub-in, even though it did nothing. Um, in that deck, I have four cards, my four Aether Vials, that would give him a card off of uh, Esper <laughs> Sentinel. And one so, was in play already. Yeah, one was in play already, so that was fine. Uh, so that was hilarious. And then I'm sideboarding, and I'm like, man, there's a lot of cards to sideboard. Okay. And people who listen to this and you guys understand i've been playing hammer for a few months now and there's there's cards that I, i'm really high on one of them is sanctifier and vec in this like 20 minute span i completely forgot that card existed until my opponent played one and then i realized i can't deal with that at all <laughs> um so oh, right. this card just kills me yeah i was <laughs> like this card is really really good um but I was able to go wide enough because they weren't getting extra card draw, which really helped me. And I think I had a snoop that was out, which was giving me pseudo card draw, playing things off the top. So I was able to go wide enough to where my opponent couldn't, um, like if he swung in and dealt me two or three damage. Okay, well, I could swing back and deal five. So in that race, I was winning. They had the Shadow Spear, and then I was able to... My Snoop found a Goblin Matron. I was able to play the Matron and get my uh, Bogart Harbinger, which enters. I can find a Goblin, put it on top. That's fine. Um, so I was able to end up... Uh, Harbingering into my trash master, my trash master resolved and stuck. And my opponents literally said out loud, I'm going to take two draws and I don't think I can beat this resolve trash master. And I was like, I don't think you can either because I play hammer and, <laughs> and trash and master is a scary card. Oh yeah. Like I just have to keep creating goblins. And it turns out like, like I said earlier, I only had four non-creature spells in the deck. Mm -hmm. So the rest were goblins, and some of them came with extra goblins. It turns out the goblins deck party. is good at making goblins. Yeah. Weird. Weird. Yeah. Oh, you'd who, get a kick out of this. Game. You get a kick out of this, Dom. Last night, uh, I played like you know, the guy who plays mill up there. Mm -hmm. Uh, and I milled him out. There you go. Nice. I got I got to cast two of his Tasha's hideous laughters. Jeez. <laughs> now that, my friends, is karma. <laughs> oh, you know, you know what makes it even better is that was after I uh decided not to cast the first one I flipped. <laughs> so it you was, would have just done it faster. Yeah. Was but this decided not to. The older guy or the younger kid with black hair? Younger kid with black hair. Oh, that's even better. Yeah. <laughs> oh, all right. Here's a here's a PS. We're just gonna kind of go into a thing. I'm sorry, Ian. We'll get to you here in a second. No rush. I'll be honest. The kid's never gonna hit. The kid's an asshole. Holy shit, that dude sucks. I'm just gonna be honest, okay? And I'm gonna bring this into a thing because we played at this team event, right? I played against every asshole that was in that building. It was fucking terrible at times okay i'm sitting here i'm sitting in the middle joe's to my right he's having a nice conversation with his opponent ian's to my left having a nice conversation with his opponent i look up and i see my opponent like almost making a face or like 
telling me like, yeah, dude, come on, let's go. And I'm like, bro, what is going on? Why, why, why is everyone trying to be snippy? Like, good Lord. I am so glad you beat the crap. <laughs> you milled that guy. He was probably pissed <laughs> as hell, right? Yeah. 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 Uh, this dude, well, it's one of those people that like when he wins, he, oh yeah, I'm on top of the world. I'm on top of the world, whatever. But like he loses a little bit and then he's just, oh, this just sucks all this stuff. And I get like, we can tilt out. I totally understand that. I, I, I kind of do it myself at times, but I walk away from the situation and then that's when I bitch. Yeah. I, yeah. I get more upset when my deck doesn't perform. If my opponent's deck did their thing, okay, you got me, you know? <laughs> Especially playing Legacy, like, oh my God, I play Goblins. I got, I got, I beat Blue Red Delver. So I'm like, all right, this is cool. I beat, I beat the, the Boogeyman. Got paired against Lands. Terrible matchup. I got to game three somehow, somehow. And then Tabernacle just got hosed me. Tabernacle, I wasn't drawing Lands. All right, whatever. And then it was combo, combo, combo. And uh, my story, I played an Aether Vial. And my storm opponent killed me. I was like, okay, that's fine. You know, like you did the thing. Cool. Yeah. At that point, I was over it. I'm like, hey, don't even sideboard. You got it. I'm just going to get up and watch my friend play elves. And the guy was like, well, I'm sorry, man. I said, that's part of the game. I said, your deck did the thing. Like, I'm yeah. I'm not running blue to counter. I didn't yeah. play a chalice on zero on turn one or chalice on one on turn one. You did the thing. I can't be upset at you. I. It's just them's the breaks, you know? I mean, sometimes it's just rock, paper, scissors. No, absolutely. You're yeah, just the, hoping the deck, to not run into it. There, there are games. It's it's one thing that uh, Jeff Hoogland, I know some people are for him. Some people are against him. Let's be honest, I'm most people are against him. Yeah, I'm iffy. <laughs> but there's one thing that he said some time ago that does resonate, and I at least remember it. That he was saying when you register for an event, when you finally hand that, deck list in you've already lost some games and as long as you like accept that then you're fine you'll be a lot happier in life yeah yeah just like you said. also remember depending, you know, a lot of times you've also just won some games oh yeah so you yeah 100 unless, unless you've for some reason purposely picked a terrible deck it's probably mm-hmm. gonna you know even itself out yeah yeah so i don't know that's my little thing I'm really happy you beat that person, Luke. And I'm but really it was actually it was, it was a fun uh, it was a fun sequence because it was like turn one Ragavan, turn two hit him, flip over his uh, um surgical extraction. It's like all, all right, right, we'll cast it just to see what he's holding. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, uh, no archive traps. That means I can fetch mm-hmm. on this turn. <laughs> I'll keep the shock land in hand to play on turn three. Turn three, hit him again, flip over the Tasha's. I was like, ooh, I can cast that. Or I can cast this to fairy. Also a good card. While he's holding a bunch of counter spells and but is tapped out. We're gonna play to fairy. <laughs> oh, but why? <laughs> <laughs> and now I can fetch at the end of his turn with impunity. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like that sequence right there though where you just surgical just for information shows yeah. why gitaxium probe was that much more broken because it yeah. also just got you another card like i literally i because i targeted his polluted delta because it was the only card in his graveyard mm-hmm. he happened to be holding another one oh, but, the real feel good yeah 
It's awesome. like I had I had a game on Moto the other night when I was just getting ready for the team event that we played at. And so I was playing Death and Taxes. I got paired against Doomsday. Somehow round one or like game one, I beat him. Like just had the perfect draw, just like Mother Runes and Dethalia and the Spirit of the Labyrinth. And I just attacked him to death. Game two, opponent goes turn one, underground C, dark ritual, doomsday. I'm like, okay, cool. They made a pile and passed the turn. I draw. Thinking about it for a second, it's like I think the only way I can possibly win this game is if I surgical is underground C and hope that his other mana source is another C. So I wasteland him, surgical him, opponent tanks for like five minutes. They let it resolve. I take the underground C they had in hand and they had one mana to work with for the rest of the game. <laughs> it felt awesome. That's awesome. And you know the tank for five minutes was because he's like motherfucking you all oh, the way up and 100%. down. 100%. <laughs> Man, I got paired against a white mono white deck and I boosted this bullshit. <laughs> Or he's like a streamer and was trying to find your username in his stream to see if you were stream sniping or something. <laughs> something. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it was it was beautiful. Not gonna lie. Awesome. So good. <laughs> uh, how was that team event? Did you guys have a good time? I uh, had fun for the most part. Yeah, we didn't have a lot of wins, but we had a lot of fun. Yeah, I mean, is this the part back, where that I go just as much as anything? Individually, I did all right. Um, <laughs> individually, I dragged the team down. <laughs> uh, individually, was, you had some terrible draws, man. I Holy did. crap, dude! I went one, three, and one, and I played the beer match twice, and across the two matches, my opponents drew like. Five more stone forges than me. They drew like four more solitudes, three to five recruiters. It's just like, oh my god! Opponents are drawing everything, and I'm drawing the dirtiest hand ever. It was awful. And you draw more planes than they did. Good. I didn't even do that. I was at like the perfect number of lands where I couldn't cast two spells in a turn. I had four mana the entire game. And it's like, okay, cool. I'm holding a bunch of three and two mana spells. Uh, I can play two Spirit of the Labyrinth as vanilla blockers, or I can play one creature that might do something. It's like, this isn't going to go well at all. Yeah, it was some of those games are rough. Just watching. Uh, it was that. <laughs> and then on, our, on my other side, it was our buddy Joe playing Spirits and Pioneer. And. There was one or two games where he kept like a land heavy hand and he drew, I think, seven lands in a row. I'm like, oh no. <laughs> like, there's nothing you can do. That's it is what it is, you know. <laughs> yeah, it's all part of the game. Yeah. Sucks yeah, when it happens, yeah. but it's all part of the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean the but all in all, the, the team event, I think it was solid. I think there was twenty two teams. It was like, yeah, it was 22 teams, yeah. Because there was no buy, but it was over 20. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it, it was cool. Um, it seemed like a decent array of decks, like a decent spread. Um, at least during that, I was trying to keep track of everything and 
like legacy wise then i was like i should pay attention to modern because that's where i'm playing mm-hmm. um well it wasn't too bad i think there were two other hammer players that may have been at i played against one of them and the dude was a douche mm-hmm. i was real happy to get that win yeah it i've never seen a player seems so insulted to be beaten by hammer while playing hammer. Yeah. Like while playing, I don't know, 50 of the same 75 cards, at least if probably 65. More. Yeah. But yeah, yeah but like, the different ones that you're playing are the wrong ones. Yeah. Well, I was the asshole that just to. decided to win. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, and <laughs> it's like he was mad at you because he played badly. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I played around his he like I played around the Esper Sentinels. So he was mm-hmm. upset. Okay, yeah. cool. He didn't let him draw a bunch of extra cards. Yeah. And he was like, Tom draw everything. I mean, kind of, yeah. But there was one point where I thought we had an agreement where we would each let each other draw cards. <laughs> yeah. yeah. This ain't no easy so game. That Let's was go. the thing. <laughs> it was interesting because he was playing the uh, white black version had dark confidants so when i saw that i was like okay that that's interesting but again like had we had talked before whether again if it was recording or not um that i just thought ingenious smith was better and in that situation it was because i just i at the one point of the game i think my my smith was like a five five and i still had a hammer attached to something like yeah i'm just gonna keep swinging here this is fine like yeah you you can't stop either of the like i i know what is in your deck you know um but that was that was kind of a close one it was interesting uh the obviously the second game kind of dragged and then the third game had the potential but he left a little bit of an opening and i was just able to get in there Mm -hmm. finish it so that was that was fun it was I won game one and the guy just kind of started bitching already and was, oh, well, you know, I, I, I won three different ways next turn. And I lean over to Ian acting like I'm going to ask a question. And I just said, I love these fucking people. <laughs> like, we both just start chuckling and just keep sideboarding. It was like, um, nod, yes. Like, yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, it was a good choice. <laughs> yeah. So. And then, it, I think I think my favorite was the guy who you played in like round four or whatever it was, where he was insulted on like turn two when you like cast a spell, looked at him if it resolved. Mm-hmm. After he, was, he had he had um, eight forces in his deck because he's green, green and blue. It's like yeah, yeah. He like like he he had Mulligan. I had Mulligan game one, got taken to Pound Town. He I'm he mulligan game two and i was like yeah hey cast this and he just like yeah like you're good man i don't know why you're asking and i, I literally like usually in those situations i don't uh, i can't really say usually there's a percentage of those situations where i'm just like okay whatever keep keep it in dom like we're good <laughs> at that point in time i knew that i don't have to ever come back to this store and i i got two of my boys next to me just in case shit goes I'm, down. I'm not like <laughs> leaning towards that what was gonna happen 
but man, my blood was starting to boil. Okay. And I just <laughs> said, yeah. And you play blue, dude, you were countering my shit before. And he just kind of looks like no one's ever like stood up for themselves or said anything. <laughs> and then I just beat the crap out of him. And then game three, he had two force of vigors and the other blue red card that you can shock and shatter. So he, two for one me three separate times and then he won but you're the bad guy i'm the i'm the asshole yeah so it's hard to come back from three two for ones yeah i mean like the second one was rough but i was still kind of getting there and then the third one like yeah okay especially when you don't have a lot of two for ones in your deck Mm -hmm. yeah and especially also when this was my turn five oops you're dead Mm mm-hmm your deck's not like a value, you know, two for one, the opponent deck. It's a oops, you're dead. I mean, I, I can definitely grind. Yeah, it can grind, but I, it's hard to come back from the, from those two for ones. Yeah. So that was, but I mean, Hey, it's whatever. So, but I think yeah, it was the decks I played against honestly like hammer and i i guess that last one that we just talked about were the only ones that i kind of expected i played against mono red prison into sorts of janky yeah into oh yeah he he led on scavenger grounds and i was like okay cool and then he put a red source eldrazi or is this yeah like what the hell is going on um I won game one. Game two ended because Ian and Joe both won. He had a turn two was Eidolon. Turn three was Blood Moon. Turn four was Baby Karn. And I was at the Blood at the Karn resolving. I was kind of thinking like, well, I'll just pick up and go to next game. But also, I can get there through the like, and I have. Um and we still have plenty of time in the round too. We still had, yeah. There was still a yeah. bunch of time, and then the chalice on one. He did chalice on zero. If the chalice on two came down, that's when I would have packed it up. Yeah, that's when you're dead. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it was mono red prison into what was uh, Jimmy playing? Uh, Indomitable creativity. Yeah. So he played oh, that. God. I. What's it? That, what are his? What's that was the, fast. The modern version of that deck. What are the hits? Uh, you flip. He he was flipping into a uh, Sarah's emissary and an Emerald. Seem seem reasonable. So I know game one, you <laughs> Jimmy tapped out on turn two for run and six, and he died. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then game two, Dom leaned over and asked me, "Okay, what's the mana cost on the the card that lets him do the thing?" So I started explaining. I didn't even know what it was called. Yeah. <laughs> but like I told, like we knew going in what the guy was playing. So. Yeah, the pig <laughs> flooper. What, what, what's? Yeah. So, so he was like, okay, what, what's the mana cost on the thing? And then wait, I tell him he's sitting there. He's making like thinking, thinking, thinking. He's like, wait, is that an instant? I'm like, no. He's like, oh, okay, kill you. All right, cool. Yeah. And I was like, all right, sweet. Yeah, done. We're good. <laughs> <laughs> it was. um 
That's what it's that like way, when, when like you feel like you, you kind of feel like a dick where it's just like, oh, I promise I wasn't trying to slow roll you. I just forgot yeah. that I could kill you. Yeah, <laughs> I, I well, didn't realize that you were just dead because that way was I went like I, I, I literally how much mana it's a sorcery. OK, cool. I'm just going to do it then. And I attacked and I think like he had fetched and tried to kill one of my things in response to the hammer coming in. And I said, OK, cool. Well, in response to that, I'm just going to play this other hammer and kill you. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, yep, that works. Yep. And it's kind of how I expected that one to go, too, because when we were talking on the drive up, because Jimmy was in my car, um, he was saying, it's like, yeah, as long as like I draw my sideboard cards, I can beat hammer. But otherwise, I'm just dead. Mm-hmm. And it turns out he didn't draw sideboard cards. I think that was those were like my fastest games. Mm-hmm. That, that like turn wise, not actual time wise, but turn wise, yeah, that was fast. Because uh, it was against that, and then round three was the mirror. Round four was the uh, crashing footfalls. Round five was Tron Prison. Yeah, huh. yeah it was that basically was like it was a colorless prison deck where it played tron lands because it could more than because it had to like it would play expedition map as a way to tutor them up but it was mostly like three main deck ensnaring bridges four carns a bunch of chalices and just like a bunch of lock pieces pretty much yeah that one was interesting it's a weird deck that one any of them playing thorns as a as a lock piece not that we saw but it's also not the matchup where it come in that's right yeah it was that one was interesting but we got there so it was uh it was an inter- it was it was solid like i said hammer definitely happy that was the one that i decided to play um goblins the day before had a little bit of a a sour taste in my mouth but like i said it was uh i chose to lose matches going into it just because hope i don't play against combo decks yeah there was a bunch of elves players and i would have loved to play against them like i understand i can get my ass kicked at times but that match if they don't kill me real fast and i can kind of set up then i could just take control of it yeah, if they don't get the turn two or the turn three kill, you're just playing a Muxus and then they die. Yeah. And it's like same I thing have, against like death and taxes. I like, have turn two to sharpshooter as well. And that's really fun. That feels good in that matchup. Yes. That can confirm real nice. So yeah, I like I said, it, it was fun. It was nice to do an event. I'm curious when the next ones will be oh i also had to play against brian goval again shout out to him except he beat my ass game two and three but that's fine oh and two against him but i'll, I'll get on that win column eventually um yeah he was on doomsday and it just so happened game one he had played a uh oh man Super brain fart. Black, blue, owl, one, one, death touch. Baleful Strix. Baleful Strix. 
and I played two pile drivers. So I won that game. <laughs> Turns then, out protection from your blocker is a good point of technique. Yeah. Uh, and then game two, uh, he had, I think he ended up having like one card in his deck again. And that was legitimately the second time I've ever played against Doomsday. And the first time I played against it with someone who knew what they were doing. Hmm. I know Doomsday has always been the talk. And like, I just kind of always nodded like, yeah, yeah, Doomsday. That's cool. I didn't really know what the hell was going on. And I understand like, that's kind of the thing. Even if people know what it does, still don't really know what it does. Kind of a thing, whatever. Um, but it, it was interesting. I, I feel like game two was close. Game three, not so much. And then I, I was able to talk to him a little bit after and just kind of be like, okay, did I bring in the right cards that I have? <laughs> so I had brought in Leyline of the Void, and um, it uh, apparently it helps for part of it, but they can just go another way. And I was yeah. like, okay. So I was correct because that's all I had that was good against you besides yeah, it, my pyroblast it restricts yeah. them but doesn't stop them yeah because yeah. anymore the which can help you if he draws that half of his deck mm-hmm. well it's not even that half of the deck it just shuts off one of the piles you can make because yeah. um, one of the ways that they can actually go for it is they can have if they cast doomsday with a consider in hand they can have a pile where they mill over a deep analysis and then draw a lion's eye diamond off the consider. And then using the LED, you just discard your hand, draw two cards with deep analysis. And that's another mana source and a Thassa's Oracle or a cycler to get you down to it, to get to the right number of cards. So mm-hmm. like Leyline, Rest in Peace, stuff like that, those do help to shut off the deep analysis piles. Okay. But it's not like that's the only pile that they can go for. Mm-hmm. Like there's a lot yeah, of Yeah, I, I needed something else mm-hmm. for it. And I, I was iffy about the sideboard I was running, but I I definitely like underprepared for goblins. Like I honestly kind of like forgot that I was playing Legacy the day before. Mm-hmm. I, it's just kind of like yeah, like we're going there this day, and there's a oh yeah, I do need to come up with something like oh oh yeah, right, there's a tournament. <laughs> yeah, so it it was there's a little older sideboard, but hey, whatever. Like like I said, I, I don't think it would have helped that much. Um, so that that was uh, that was interesting. Yeah, I like I said, cool, cool event. I'm I'm looking forward to other ones. Like I'm curious when the next big one. I know there's one. Are either of you guys doing the one Saturday? I am. You are? Okay. Yeah. What are you running? Uh, Probably the same thing I ran yesterday. Okay. And it is a modern Horizons 2 win a case tournament? Yes. Yeah. He's calling it a win a case, but you don't actually win but it. The total well, prize the pool. Total is prize a pool is a case. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So just so Which everyone- I guess. Win a no. case rolls off the tongue a lot easier than, than win three boxes or two boxes or one yeah. box or half a box. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's like first place is three boxes, second place is a box. Mm-hmm. Uh, third and fourth are half a box, then five through eight or a quarter of a box. Yep. 
And I believe that all equals six boxes. Yep. Yeah. And then there's another, there's another legacy tournament going on in Pittsburgh area this weekend too. Mm -hmm. Um, There's a win a cradle event. Um, I know a couple people are going to that, but I'm going to have to be working on Saturday just so that I can get everything ready to go when I leave next weekend for Vegas. Yeah. I need to, Joe and I need to get cards to you as well. Yep. If you can get them signed while you're there. I should have plenty of time because even if um, I don't make, even if I make day two, day two is Saturday. So I will have plenty of time on Sunday to stop in for a little bit on the way to the casino or something. Mm -hmm. Um, Cause I have all day Sunday and most of Monday. Um, Cause like Sam and I are flying out at like, 10 30 ish on monday okay. night so i'll have plenty of time to get stuff signed for you guys mm-hmm. understandable A- any progress on deck selection i'm 100 playing blue control oh, okay um after playing a bunch of leagues with hammer on moto um uh, there's just so many cards that people are boarding right now to beat hammer it just makes it really rough having to play around all of them uh, like every deck that's playing green is playing four force of vigors. Every deck that is playing red has access to Alpine moons. Um, the control decks are all playing spreading seas. Like I would much rather right now not play hammer. So um, I'm trying to think about like for a deck like mine, which I know is another one of the more popular decks, like what that sideboard looks like for hammer compared to blue white control. Uh, definitely has an Alpine Moon, three Wear Tears. Uh, I would probably bring in the yeah, I'd bring in the fourth Prismatic Ending. Hmm. So I only made three of those. Here, I actually have it right next to me. Let's look at the board. Yeah. Make it a little also, easier. Thinking. Side note: uh, the way to find the homepage for channel fireballs vegas thing mm-hmm. is dog shit it always takes me five minutes to find the home page it's really aggravating i'm on there now i'm on there now easier it's just mtglasvegas.com yeah like i see i didn't we didn't understand that until then because i'm like oh channel fireball vegas oh here's an article about it here's an announcement about it okay well where's the link to the main thing because i want to see the artist it is aggravating yeah, looks like they, they added some they more ended artists, up though. taking they ended up sending up that domain name when they started doing like the big uh like multi grand prix weekends mm-hmm. and then they just re-upped it every time oh, okay. to do a new event Heard. makes sense well it looks like they added uh some more artists oh so i'm pretty excited about that have to, i i really need to go through and look at everybody because i know there's a lot of cards that i do need to get signed yeah just for me um so. and cards getting signed random little note here my, my buddy joe we, we talk about him on this cast a decent bit it's our buddy joe or jose or ramos um me and him are primarily getting our stuff signed so we send into all these different groups all the time and we will update each other when stuff comes in and there we, we always talk about like at least i talk about i don't have these cards and they're just out getting signed 
big one came in because he got an order back from Mark Aronowitz and we both missed or wasn't announced that all of our duels came in from Jesper and he called me. I was at work. He goes, I'm sorry you're at work. I just got my package in from Mark. All my duels are in here, bro. And he's like yelling on the phone. I start yelling at work. I'm jumping around like a little school girl. Like, let's go. <laughs> like, let's do it. So I will be able to play all my decks again. <laughs> it has Loam, been a while. Yeah. Loam will be 100% complete minus if I wanted to play a tabernacle. So, but that that's soon. So yeah, all you need now. to do is convince yourself that it's not necessary. Or just convince yourself to spend the money. One of the two. <laughs> I mean, it's going to happen. Yeah, it is. What it is what it is. But yeah, super excited to get my stuff back, though. And I get my Goblin Guides back so I can start playing Burn again, baby. Uh, yeah. This is the part where, like, I'll have Hammer. But now I'm like, well, do I just start playing something else? Yeah. Because Goblins went 3-0. True. There you go. I don't know, man. That was super fun. It was a good time. <laughs> just gotta have fun with it that's all that matters for sure for especially sure. since like there's not any big events really coming up for you that you're planning on going to so just play what the hell you want yeah i mean i i could have been planning on things and of course today i'm woken up to the message from my boss that our third that we had just hired two months ago two and a half months ago quit sent a letter of resignation email at twelve or at eleven thirty, um, so I pretty I messaged the group saying, "Oh, hey, the new guy just quit, so I guess uh, my days off don't happen anymore." So we'll yeah. see what happens with that. I wish you luck. Well, I think we're gonna bring in. Uh, there's a younger kid wants to go to culinary school, so just wants to like learn. Because basically the, the basically the thing is I need to get off of like just stocking like some drinks and like cupping up some stuff so I can still make the food and then kind of hand it off to this kid to like box up while I yeah. can keep making food. So we'll get through it. But yeah, I mean, because we're getting into winter, you know, I don't know if there's other events going on. Obviously. If they're safe enough, I'll feel doing it. I've, I felt pretty good about the um, mask wearing of the event that we were at. Mm. There was like one or two times where it was brought up. Um, wasn't terrible. So it was but, mandatory. Uh, yeah, it was. But there was like there was like a couple guys who didn't. Yeah, and then if they were asked, they would put them on. So I don't like. I don't know. It definitely wasn't as good as the maryland event mm -hmm. but they were like you get one warning and after that you're out and i was like okay understandable yep. so but yeah, like I you said I Vegas is going to be required and everything because um like the entire county is required so. mm -hmm. buffets just came back by the way mm. don't know if you're going to be risking it for the biscuit on that one uh, maybe <laughs> depends depends we'll see <clears throat> understandable good 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 uh i need to remember to take my vaccine card with me there you go 
I just got my booster yesterday. Nice. Uh, so, Luke, you said what you played yesterday, and that was your Merktide. Yeah. So, Jeskai, Merktide, Monkey. Yeah. Oh, it, so it is Jeskai? Yeah. Okay. White is for uh, ending mm-hmm. and a Teferi. So, I did pick up three Teferis. Okay. I have those now. As and- much as I hate that card, I think it <laughs> definitely makes sense that. And and I wish I now wish I, I and I hate I always hate that card too. Now I'm I'm upset that I didn't get them sooner. <laughs> it's, it's one of those cards where you play against it and you're like, oh man, my what is my opponent doing? Why are they being so mean to everybody? This card's bullshit. And then you play it and you're like, oh that's oh, why. that's why they're doing this. This is awesome. Yeah, so, so I, I that's it for the main for the white, and then it's like half your sideboard's white. Understandable. Because <laughs> it's got like Wear Tear, Dovin's Veto, more Teferi, things like that. I played the uh, Teferi Time Raveler in the. Oh. Uh, the Command the Dreadhorde, whatever. Command the Dreadhorde. Yeah, I was going to say it was like, I was going to say Death Horde, but I knew it was the Command the Dreadhorde list. That was that- the one that brings back all your. All yeah, where I just like kept milling with uh, Tamio. That was that one was super fun. I I really did enjoy that that deck. That deck was gas. Yeah, it, it was super silly. Um, I played it there, and I again, I definitely understand it. But like, man, sometimes <laughs> it's such it's a whole dirty. <laughs> sometimes it's. All the time, it's just a pain in the ass unless it's on your side of the field. And you're <laughs> so, I mean, it's definitely trying to figure it out. Um, the totally broken and unfair magic card, as long as I don't have one. Yes, well, it's just like if I have one perfectly balanced because it kind of turns it into you know, oh, we really are just playing Pokemon with our companions, and you can't do anything on my turn, I can't do anything on your turn, like get off my lawn bullshit you know what i mean <laughs> <laughs> oh definitely when both players have one. Oh yeah yeah now like when both players have one it's like okay cool uh this three quarters of my hand doesn't do anything and the other quarters land yeah uh, land go i have seen it in like when it's in legacy you know oh i'm gonna bounce my snapcaster back to my hand replay snapcaster target this swords swords your thing like just the value from it like i have to respect it just from that standpoint at least yeah. yeah so i respect it but i hate the card in certain situations which is most situations you guys understand yes <laughs> you yes, guys we have me. we have met yes <laughs> <laughs> no i mean i think it's a solid list i i think it just works yeah. channelers uh, as well i assume yes okay so nice. so the creature suite is four of's of ragavan channelers and merc tides okay the full and four then, nice yeah the full full four of all of them. Okay. and actually so last night more than any other time really the final clause of merc tide actually was relevant where I'd have like I'd already have an eight eight one, and I'd make another eight eight, which makes that one a thirteen thirteen, mm-hmm. and uh, all three people I did that to had to read it because they didn't realize that it did that. Mm-hmm. 
yeah. which is always funny. They're like, wait, it do- wait, what? It's like, yeah, there's more words on this card. I knew because it wasn't it, all, like the cards already would be as playable as it as it is without that final clause. Because, mm-hmm. like, like I said, I, that very rarely comes up. I knew it. It does that, but I I couldn't give you the exact reason. Like I knew it was like with other cards exiled, other. It's what with other when an instant or sorcery leaves your graveyard. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's a plus I, the, one, plus one. The exact wording, like I would have caught in there, and I'm like, yeah, that's fine, whatever, okay. Like, let me see. Yeah, you're you're good. Yeah. Just it's kind of real, like a quick check. <laughs> it's real fun when you have one in play, and then your opponent is like, oh, I wish I had this turn earlier. Whatever, cast rest in peace. You're like, okay, put ten counters on my guy. Yeah, attack you. <laughs> <laughs> Haven't had that yet. Can't wait for that though. I've seen it happen on Moto once. <laughs> my opponent was not happy. That's wild. Crazy. It is uh it, it is fun finding those little things. I know one time I one guy did it to a few weeks ago. Um he's like, wait, what? Reads it and goes, Oh crap. Wait, he only gets one counter, right? No. Yeah, you sweet summer child. <laughs> <laughs> no, it gets one for each. Welcome to my friend Power Creep. <laughs> Yeah, you weren't wrong. Jesus. Stuff is crazy. Mm-hmm. I think they were um there was something about power creep on Twitter. People were talking about I guess which one of these cards is you know doesn't see play or didn't <laughs> see play in a format. <laughs> oh, I did yeah. have that moment of I was playing against another a deck, another deck playing Ragavan. Where he's like Dash Ragavan, and I'm looking at an Archmage's Charm, and I had that brief instant of, I'll let it resolve, then I'll steal it. Wait, no, don't be a moron. That doesn't work. Yeah. <laughs> I have seen many people learn that lesson once. Yes, hopefully only once. Mm-hmm. For, for those following along at home, if you steal it, when the Dash trigger resolves, it goes back to your opponent's hand. So you basically spent a card and blue, blue, blue to gain two life. Congratulations. Just counter the Ragavan. Just counter it, yes. For the love of God, just counter the Ragavan. (laughs) Unless they cast it. They cast it for a single mana. Go ahead and steal it all day long. That feels great. Oh, yes. (laughs) Especially when it's like, I wasn't sure how I was going to kill you. Now I'm just going to kill you with your own Ragavan. (laughs) Thanks. This makes it so much easier. Ooh, now I'll kill you with your own Merktide. I mean, I've done it with Hammer, too, if they don't have the Paladin. Mm-hmm. It's like, I will steal your creature that you put the Hammer on. You can Accurate. still... You, you're still allowed to equip the Hammer if you like. Oh, you don't have the 8 mana to move it? Okay. That's a shame. I'm gonna, I'm gonna <laughs> beat you to death with your Mem Knight with a Hammer on it. I think the only time I've played against... Um, charm they played it wrong so they tried to take the hammer they took the hammer yeah no i Uh, mean were was it on a one drop it was on a two drop i think wasn't oh it was on a one drop i think so okay god so they double punted because if it was on a two drop they can't steal that no i think it was i think it was on a one drop i don't oh it was on an ink moth I think I remember it was on an Inkwell Texas. 
maybe. So he couldn't steal it because it was a land. Yeah, I, I think know. I think Charm says non-land. If it didn't, I'd be casting it every turn three to take their land on turn two. That's true. That would be <laughs> it would already be banned. Yeah. yeah. Go on. It does. I talk looked. about a card that says uh talk about a card that banned real fucking fast. <laughs> <laughs> You gotta love the preemptive bandings. Mm-hmm. Like with uh, like, Mind Desire and Legacy. And the little um uh, it was an elemental not the, ferret. The, the one companion that they pre-banned yeah. in Commander. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> cause it's cause it's it's deck building restriction is build a commander deck. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Like, huh? I can't even remember what that one does. Honestly, uh, it's you, you get an instant or sorcery back from your graveyard. No, it's even better. Uh, it's one. I, I'm pretty sure it's uh, like one colorless, and then double hybrid is it yeah. for a fork? Like you just copy a spell. You don't get it back. Oh, right. Copy right. one on the stack. Uh, when it enters the battlefield, if you cast it, copy target instant or sorcery spell you control. You may choose new targets for the copy. So there's yeah. a lot of really fun things that you can do with that. Like, you know, I'm going to cast time stretch and then cast my companion. I'm going to take mm-hmm. four turns in a row. Good luck, everybody. <laughs> I had to play against uh, Giarda in Legacy. This weekend, haven't seen that in a minute. Yeah, that, like that deck was everywhere when it first came out. Oh, because yeah. it was ridiculous. Yeah. Well, it's it, was... it used to be broken just because the companion rule hadn't been changed yet. So you just go, yeah, LED, LED, cast my six drop, mill, 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 kill you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was wild. I this just had one, the Ben Kenobi. I haven't heard that name in a long time. <laughs> <laughs> A long time. They um, ended up kind of like going off and then just looping LEDs and then made three gigantic uh, serpents. And I was like, yep, Good enough. you got it. That's fine. I'm going to go ahead and just lose you on out of here. Deal with that. <laughs> it's a real shame. Yeah, you know, hey, it's whatever. We'll see if Luris sticks along along more. I think I think the like the the calls for banning it interesting. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I've been playing it, but I'll be honest, I just I don't cast it enough. I don't. Know. I haven't been playing it. And I think it's fine. Yeah, yeah. I don't think. I mean, I hear people complaining about banning you know, stuff that needs to be banned. I don't think anything needs to be banned right now. No. Modern, I think, is in one of its healthier spots that it's been in in a long time. There, there's definitely a list of tier one decks, but it's a list of decks. It's not one or two. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'll be honest. If there is any card that I think could potentially get banned right now, as stupid as it sounds, I think it could be actually ephemerate. Yeah. Because... It lets you just do too much with all of the pitch elementals. Like if you're playing the elementals deck and you don't have an ephemerate, okay, cool. You're a cool mid-range four-color pile. 
If you're doing it with Ephemerate, it's like, okay, turn two against this creature deck. I'm going to cast this Fury, kill some things, blink it, kill the rest of the things, pass. And then you can't play creatures again on your turn three because I'm just going to blink a Fury again and kill whatever you play. Mm-hmm. So Ephemerate basically turned in turned a removal spell into double removal spell time walk. Yeah. I think if it's not even it's any evoke creature because it's a guy was playing uh, last night. Our buddy Jeremy that we all know uh, was playing his four color deck. I think it was four colors. But, you know, Mull Drifter plus Ephemerate. Also good value. It's what four mana draw six cards. Yeah, I, I like that line. Seems pretty good, I guess. I just paid four mana to draw two cards. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, the rebound on Ephemerate is mm-hmm. crazy. Yeah, like Cloud Shift is fine. Ephemerate's yeah. a bit nutty. Yeah, like it's, 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 it's crazy good. But other than that, I don't think Modern really needs to get touched. Yeah. I can see Ragavan won't make it past like December. Guaranteed. Yeah. Well, because they were talking about something. I think we touched on this um, last episode with the um, I can't remember who it was saying that it's it's on the radar, but they're also not going to do any changes until after Eternal Weekend, which is mm-hmm. the so week and a half out. Yeah. And then what? So the third and fourth weekend of this month. Yep. Okay. So they probably won't touch legacy until first week of December. Yeah. At like the earliest, said, which makes sense. And I, I, I get it. You know, the cards just insane. Mm-hmm. And, and I understand letting good cards be good cards, but, but when they're too good, it's, it's just wild. Yeah. But I don't know. I don't know. Who? None of us really know. <laughs> until one of us gets a job at Foxy, we'll never truly know until they put the announcement out. Yeah, exactly. So and much like the the draft, I was passed over again. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I mean, I could definitely see something from the blue red shell getting hit in Legacy. Um. Like it almost has to. Yeah, I mean the the like meta share on it is crazy. It's literally double the next, and it, you know, is it Delver's sixteen point six and lands is seven point six? Like, okay, mm-hmm. that's a little nutso. I mean, like I said, they should they should ban Delver. I mean, the deck's named after it. It's obviously true. What needs to go? True. I love playing against all these Delver decks that don't actually play Delver anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Looking at it. Yeah. 2.5 and 75% of decks. 2.5 and 75%. Yeah. That's pretty funny. I'm well, I will say that high. There, I, <laughs> one of the things that definitely shows that Ragavan is a little too format warping. Um, both of the blue red Merktide players that I played against at the team event 
were running multiple main deck gut shots. I was just going to say gut shot has been going up. <laughs> yep. Like that. <laughs> there was one point where my opponent just had a bunch of like had one card in hand that they just weren't doing anything with for a long time. And then they had another card that they just weren't really doing much with. And then I played a Stoneforge Mystic and I'm like, okay, this is going to die. They probably are actually holding double gut shot. I tutor up my equipment and then they untap, go to their turn, pay for life, kill my Stoneforge. I'm like, yep, saw that coming. I mean, <laughs> it was, was really playing, weird. But saw when coming. I was playing Jeskai, and this is in modern, not even legacy. When I was playing that Jeskai Phoenix deck, it was playing gut shot and it was like one of the best cards in the deck because it was a free spell for getting back phoenixes and it kills ragavan mm-hmm. and it kills a turn one drc yeah yeah it's it's the um <laughs> that like they're killing the death and taxes creatures and it's like this wasn't for you <laughs> i'm sorry <laughs> we had talked about um this is years ago my cousin we, we found out our buddy was building lantern control it's our buddy mike yeah. um to describe how mike plays he likes to build ridiculous combo decks and then also these very intricate decks but doesn't know how to fully play them yeah. but can afford how to afford to build them so yeah. we and were the way like, that mike likes playing the game is you don't get to play it yeah um so he was talking about building this. We found this out. And we're like, dude, don't fucking build this deck. Like, come on, man. Like, it, it, is it really your style? Like, I'm, I'm getting upset like, all over again. This is years ago. And my cousin came up with a artifact hate deck. And it, like the full 75 minus the lands all like destroyed artifacts. Every single <laughs> creature, every spell did something where it destroyed artifacts and he sent it to Mike and he goes, I'm going to build this and I'm going to wait until we play against each other, you know? And we, had, I was laughing cause I'm like, Colin, you're going to end up playing against all these affinity players. And you're just gonna be like, this wasn't meant for you, but I'm sorry. And just, <laughs> you know, main deck of braids and like a shatter storm main, like, Oh my God, what is happening? Um, that was, <laughs> It was a you know Tin Street hooligan with green paid. Like, what are you doing? Why are these cards in your deck? Right Why do you now? have four main deck ancient grudge? Yeah, like, <laughs> this wasn't for you. But like the funny part was that actually came up as a deck for a little while in modern when uh, when Karn was printed because mm-hmm. people were just playing like three main deck uh, legal metal coatings. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because there's all these artifact decks running around because all the Oko decks were running Astrolabe and then there's all the Stoneforge decks running around at the time yeah. and then like Eldrazi Tron, like everybody was playing artifacts mm-hmm. so it was just a honestly a meme deck but at the same time it was actually pretty well positioned for a couple tournaments yeah like that's the that's the crazy stuff man it's I put wild. I tried just for fun, like two smash to smithereens in the main deck of burn for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause it was like, I'm looking, I'm thinking, I'm like, what's a, what is a, you know, a meta deck in the format right now that that's not a good card. It was like back when Oko was legal still. Yeah. And mm-hmm. like, I couldn't, I couldn't think of one. Mm. So I was just like, okay, sure. Let's try it. 
I mean, hey, if it works, it's not done. And it was very rarely a blank piece of paper. Um, the I was just remind uh, remembering about the November second article this week in Legacy by Joe Dyer. I had sent it to the group. Like it was, it was really good talking about the Legacy metagame and like it's a format divided and talking about kind of the cards that could maybe go. Um, an interesting point that was brought up was the uh, kind of the removal of black as a fair color because mm-hmm. like abrupt decay used to be played and now you don't see abrupt decay at all played because everyone's just playing white for prismatic ending which i thought was interesting um and then he talked about some cards you could see unbanned maybe mm-hmm. uh and astrolabe was one of them and i was like i mean yeah i feel like astrolabe died due to oko but i'm also in the camp that faithless looting should totally be back in modern because it died for uh hogaxons hogaxons i could i could see uh looting coming back in modern i don't think very astrolabe will ever come back in legacy i would i would love it if looting came back Uh, because like the one of the big reasons that Ragman needs to go right now is just because like everybody playing like fair mid-range decks is just playing four color pile because Ragman makes their mana better. Mm-hmm. You can kill Ragman a lot easier than you can kill Astrolabe. So I think I, I agree with that, but also they were talking about how much prismatic endings getting played. Sure. So that astrolabe like could, and I'm not, I'm not really pushing for it. I don't care. I wasn't playing the card before. I'm not playing the card now. Um, I just thought it, I thought it was an interesting take. At least yeah. I, mm-hmm. I always, I know there's always this talk of banning cards. I like when there's there's some discourse about unbanning some cards. Yeah. Um. So I, I thought that was an interesting one. He had talked about mana drain mind twist and hermit druid as well and had like little a little paragraph about each one um which also i didn't know that mana drain was only 50 dollars right now which was yeah it was printed in iconic masters and then it was reprinted in commander legends Mm. so like when it was in iconic masters it still like it went from like 250 dollars from legends to about 80 to 100 Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, it went down to closer to that $50 range. Yeah. I got you. Um, I can't remember the card right now. It's the one enchantment card that people talk about that could get unbanned in Legacy, but I don't think it ever will. It would go right into Enchantress. I know that doesn't help at all. Earthcraft? Yes. Because people are always like, oh, yeah, this Where one would be safe. And I sit there, look at this, and I'm like, oh, I got to get one of those before that happens, <laughs> just in case. <laughs> yeah, no, the Earthcraft will never get unbanned purely because of elves. Yeah. Also, oh, yeah. to a lesser extent, Squirrel Nest, but that's mm-hmm. just because people will meme it. But mostly else. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> That'd be nuts, though. Mm-hmm. But 
So yeah, I, I thought the um that chat was interesting. Um I know one of my I don't know, kind of like last thing I, I care to kind of talk about would be this curses deck that's been being played in Legacy. I love that deck so oh, much. Yeah, it looks pretty cool, man. I would I'll tell you this. It popped up and I was real curious if I could play it this past weekend. Hmm. I couldn't get the curses, so I didn't I really mess with it. Uh, I could have got the rest of it though. I'm surprised Mike doesn't just own that deck. I think he's literally missing the curses. He I mean, honestly, he might. I haven't talked to him in a bit about buying cards. He might just own all of it. Mm-hmm. So send send me this deck. Now I have to see it. Okay. I will uh Do you have it handy? Yeah. So basically the way that the deck works is you're playing mono black two card Monty, pretty much. Where okay. you can play Helm of Obedience and Leyline. Uh um, you. But this deck really only plays Leyline in the or plays Helm in the sideboard. Uh, you play all four Leylines main deck, but then you're playing Karn Grid Creator. Mm-hmm. So it's you can just tutor for it. But you're playing a Dark Ritual deck um, where you can just go like turn one Trinosphere, turn one Chalice, all the normal broken like monobrack mono black prismy decks but the real fun one is turn one dark grit dark grit curse of misfortunes you so curse of misfortunes is four and a black uh enchant player at the beginning of your upkeep you may search your library for a curse that doesn't have the same name as a curse attached to the enchanted player put it onto the battlefield attached to that player and then shuffle your library so there are four curses that the list I'm looking at is currently playing. Mm-hmm. First one, Curse of Death's Hold. Uh, creatures they control get minus one, minus one. Reasonable card. Um, obviously a little bit overcosted for legacy normally. But then not you get for it. Exactly. Uh, then you have an enchantment that you can't cast in overwhelming splendor. Uh, cause there is no white mana in this deck, but there is a double white card in it where enchanted players, creatures lose all abilities in our one ones. So with that and curse of death's hold, <laughs> it's uh, target opponent doesn't get creatures anymore. Mm-hmm. Which is real fun. Seems good. Um, the newer addition to this deck is curse of fool's wisdom. Uh, so you actually six, have a way to kill them. Yeah. It's a six mana enchantment uh, with madness of three and a black. But whenever enchanted player draws a card, they lose two life and you gain two life. And then you also can just play Cruel Reality, um, which is at the beginning of their upkeep, the enchanted player sacks a creature or planeswalker. And if they can't, they lose five life. I'll give you a hint. They can't. <laughs> yeah, they only have so many planeswalkers to throw yeah. away first. So it's just a mono black prison deck where occasionally you just lock your opponent out from playing win conditions. Mm-hmm. 
this deck is hilarious. It is a lot of fun to play. It's the only way to describe it mm-hmm. is it is just hilarious uh, you gotta love this sudden edict in the main mm-hmm. <laughs> hey you gotta have a removal spell that plays around your chalices yeah because you are definitely a turn one chalice deck yeah um, this deck used to just be a lot more all in on the combo plan, but then Urza's Saga obviously gives any deck that can play it a boost. So true. Gives you a plan B when you never had one. Yeah, it's the deck's pretty crazy. It's it's Reaple cheap as well. Uh, well, mm-hmm. they've been doing they've been working on it for a while. I know they've had um, a couple different YouTube uh, content creators trying it out and seeing if they uh, tinker with it a little bit here and there. So it's been cool to see that that deck get informed. So uh, it's been good. So yeah, so I, I mentioned it a little bit earlier. Um, the next time that we record, I will have a report from the modern event at Vegas. Uh, if I can remember the weekend, <laughs> we'll see depending on how well I do. Um, I will give you as I will give you a notebook, right? And then down. I will forget how to write. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> but for now, I think we've touched on pretty much everything that we wanted to want to mention today. Um, there is going to be a new set dropping in the next two weeks. Uh, we have pretty much decided that we will talk about the broken cards. If mm-hmm. somebody starts playing something in standard or God forbid modern or legacy and it's running the tables, like we'll mention the cards, but for the most part, we don't play much standard between me and Dom. Mm-hmm. So there's only so much input that we can give anymore. Yeah. yeah, and I even I only mostly play historic when I'm playing on Arena nowadays. There's already so many other podcasts and content creators that are doing full set reviews and stuff, and and are much more geared towards standard. Yeah, and, they yeah. they have been able to do the research and actually play the formats. So yeah, so if you want to have a good set review <laughs> podcast, go listen to the limited resources; they'll take care of you. But we're just going to stick with what we know. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, So for now, from all of us here at the Pre-Game Effect Podcast, y'all have a good rest of the night. Bye, everybody.